1: And good morning, I'm Karen Moscow, along with Tom Keen and Michael McKee. The opening bell brought to you by SEI. Imagine when cognitive computing shapes the experience you create for your investors. See how SEI's global operating platform can be your catalyst for business intelligence at scic.com slash imagine. And stocks opening lower. S&P 500 down two-tenths percent this morning, down four points to 2,100. Dow Jones Industrial Average down three-tenths percent or 58 points to 17,770. The Nasdaq down three tenths percent or fourteen points to forty nine fifty seven. Ten year Treasury up twenty four thirty seconds. The yield one point seven one percent. Yield on the two year 077 percent. Nymex crude oil down three tenths percent mm. or fourteen cents to forty nine zero three a barrel. Comex gold up two point four percent, up twenty eight dollars eighty cents to twelve forty one forty an ounce. The euro a dollar thirteen zero eight. The N one zero seven point three five. Tom and Mike.
2: Uh, Karen, thanks so much. Shout out to Chris Rupke, who has been an optimist and has a balanced view of the, the, the report. Uh, Michael McKee, uh, Mr. Rupke uh, quotes the economist D.J. Trump, uh, Mr. Trump out with a tweet. Terrible jobs report just reported only 38,000 jobs added bombshell
3: you would uh, you would expect a presidential candidate to uh, comment on the report and uh, since yes. the republicans are not the incumbent party to have a negative uh, view of things uh, my question for anybody is what's your plan and as we heard from bill gross fiscal policy would be useful at this point, uh, let's bring in somebody who's uh, got a, a very big stake in the jobs report and what it yes. means for the Federal Reserve. And that is uh, the chief investment officer of Pacific Investment Management Company, Scott Mather. Uh, Scott, you look at uh, well, you you look at the, the yield curve and uh, not 24 hours ago. Uh, you were pricing in a, a rate move from the Fed uh, in June or July. Now you look at the, the two-year and you've got maybe a September move. <laughs> you start looking at the three-year and above, and it's uh, basically priced out to never. Uh, you know, uh, is this an overreaction? Where do you think we should be at this point, and what do you think the Fed does do?
4: Yeah, good morning. It certainly looks like a bit of an overreaction. I mean, this is something we observe uh, almost every month. There's sort of you know an outsize focused on on one number uh, which is the payroll number and of course we know it's volatile in many ways we should think about today as uh, as as finally a return to a normal uh, type of payroll number where we expect to see a standard deviation uh, on the order of a hundred thousand around around the central trend rate uh, it's just been a long time since we've seen that sort of volatility but that's historically what we should expect so uh, you, you know, the markets shouldn't get too uh, concerned. I don't think about this this one number because it's not, uh, you know, it's not corroborated with other employment numbers like the jobless claims, the weekly jobless claims uh, number that we see, uh, which which is really the the lowest rate uh, in recorded history of jobless claims when you adjust for the the population. And then, you know, other numbers, other labor uh, market numbers like we'll see on Monday with the quit rate, uh, the, the JOLT survey, the quit rate, which has been um, pretty high indicating a pretty solid job market and, and the number of unfilled jobs, you know both those are sort of back to uh, to boom time uh, sorts of levels. So uh, you know I, I think that uh, the market shouldn't be too focused on this because other labor market indicators and this is what the Fed will likely be looking at other labor market indicators uh, suggest that we're on trend with the same sort of pretty strong employment market that we've had.
3: Well then what do you think Janet Yellen says on Monday?
4: Well, I think she'll she'll probably uh, bring some more focus and attention to those other indicators, look at all the progress that that's been made, uh, acknowledge that probably the underlying trend hasn't changed that much. Um, the Fed's own forecast though, as as we move throughout this year and their own expectation has been that the monthly number of of new jobs we're creating will 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 go down on average uh, closer to one hundred thousand by the end of the year because we're at full employment. Uh, that's natural. It should be happening. It means that you should expect to see more, uh, more wage gains, uh, less, uh, jobs being created as we get closer to full employment. So, you know, we're, we're not so far off the trajectory that they probably thought, uh, was appropriate, uh, to continue with normalizing rates. So I think, you know, they'll definitely want to keep, uh, keep the summer alive in terms of rate hike, uh, probabilities. As you mentioned, the market's probably priced out too much, uh, in terms of suggesting that the Fed can't move at all this year. Uh, I think it's probably their intention to uh, to continue to move, uh, you know, one or two times.
3: Well, then, how important is Janet Yellen's speech, twelve thirty p.m. Eastern Time on Monday?
4: Well, it'll be very important. I think uh, you know we we get to hear from her again, and I think uh, a reasonable expectation would be that, uh, given the number of of FOMC. Uh, speeches and officials that have commented in the past few weeks about their intentions to move a couple times this year. I think it would be pretty unlikely if she deviates from that from that plan, but uh, that's what we need yeah. to pay close attention to.
2: Where is the global system as we wander into a Friday and Saturday? As you right heard on the PIMCO desk in Newport Beach, is, is there a stability within the system? I'm looking at the jobs report. Granted, it may be a one-off. I'm looking at German yields. I'm looking at yen, gold with a big spring back here, up twenty nine dollars. But all in all, is there a stability to the financial system right now?
4: Well, we think there is. Um, certainly, a, a stability within the financial system. We we just came out with our our new secular outlook here uh, last week, and and we sort of you know, we titled it, um, you know, the global outlook: stable but not secure. Uh, we think certainly we've got a lot of uh, stability short term, but uh, the longer term, the medium and longer term problems and, and, and sources of instability have not been addressed whatsoever. And so, you know, we're we're subject to uh, any sort of shock, sort of throwing us off what a, you know this this path of, of near term stability. And that's what we're more concerned about um, as the years go by.
3: If the Fed were uh, raising rates, you would obviously be um, uh, you know trading differently. Is can you still make money in bonds? Um, you know, given this this report,
4: well, it's a, it's going to be a lot harder in all financial assets, is what we would say. I mean, if if, if this, as the bond market's sort of indicating now, if this is truly um, a shift down in the growth trajectory, then risk assets, equities, are priced incorrectly. Uh, if that's not the case, and we're on trend with uh, with two percent growth, which would be our base case expectation, then that means. Uh, you know, front-end treasuries in particular are not priced appropriately. So, you know, both can't be right here. Uh, either fixed income is wrong or where the equity market, we would say, is wrong. So, you know, it is it is riskier for investors. Uh There's no question about it. There's not many good places to hide. Uh, that's why we say the right thing to do is to probably look to de-risk. It means you don't take as much uh, okay, duration. Co- risk. Come on. You
2: sound yeah. like a portfolio manager at PIMCO. <laughs> you look to de-risk. Scott, help me here. Are you selling bonds this morning because prices are high and yields are low?
4: Well, yes. We'll be fading a little bit of of some of these moves Um you know, it's uh, as I mentioned, we we've had a more conservative posture. We've had less duration risk on the portfolios. We've had this view that the Fed is likely to move faster than markets expect, and, and I think we'll be sticking with that view.
3: Okay,
2: uh, should we leave it there,
3: Mike? I think we uh, we leave it there, and we hope that uh, that uh, Scott
2: uh, very valuable makes some money. Scott Mather, he's de-risking with PIBCO uh, this morning. We're going to deplane here at some point. Where do these words come? De-risk, deplane, de-surveillance. D, D D E hyphen, <laughs> D Fed, D Gold, D Brexit. We got it, Michael Barr. Have you used the word De Brexit yet?
0: The Brexit, the plane, the plane, de We're doing that. Yeah.
2: That's our new schnick. Uh, okay. Scott Mather, thank you, with PIMCO. So, folks, we're going to do more here on Bloomberg surveillance this morning. Of course, all of us off the jobs report. I want to emphasize that some of the things that plunged have actually found some stasis in the last 20 minutes. The two-year finally has a bid of a little bit, the yield not plunging like it did before. That's a little confusing, but a little bit of calmness in the market right now. Yen, 107.10. All right,
3: let's check in with Michael Barr and get the latest world of national headlines.
0: Michael. Mike, Tom, thank you very much. U.S. Defense Secretary Ash Carter says the military will attempt to learn from the tragic loss of life in two incidences. Our hearts and... And thoughts are with the families of those who lost. Five soldiers were killed and four are missing after a troop carrier overturned yesterday in a rain swollen creek at Fort Hood, Texas. Three soldiers are rescued and will be released from a military hospital today. Also, a Blue Angels pilot was killed when his plane crashed near Nashville, Tennessee. Donald Trump is taking aim at the U.S. district judge who is presiding over a class-action lawsuit against the now-defunct Trump University. The presumptive Republican presidential nominee says Judge Gonzalo Curiel is unable to judge this case because, in part, of his parents being Mexican immigrants. Judge Curiel, who is American, was born in Indiana. German officials say they consider 499 Islamic extremists in the country to be a potential security threat. A spokesman for the Interior Ministry provided the figure today following this week's arrest of three Syrians suspected of planning an attack for the Islamic State group. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists and more than 150 news bureaus around the world. I'm Michael Barr.
2: Michael Barr, thank you so much. Negative 98 on the Dow, the VIX, 14.21, only up 0.58 points. That's uh, less than the move in bonds, the 10-year yield. 1.71 1.71 percent. Michael McKee and Tom Keene worldwide. This Jobs Day, Bloomberg Surveillance.
3: Bloomberg Surveillance is brought to you by your Mercedes-Benz Tri-State Dealer. The star you've been wishing for is waiting at the Mercedes-Benz Summer Event. Head your Mercedes-Benz Tri-State Dealer for more details. Hurry before this star flies by.